Women have been conditioned by society to be, act, and think a certain way. Here at Girls IRL, we encourage women to challenge societal norms and embrace their femininity. With that being said, let's get into this week's episode. everyone welcome back to another episode of the girls in real life podcast i hope you guys are doing well happy early valentine's day because this episode comes out the day before valentine's day but happy valentine's week we're just gonna celebrate all week um this week i don't know why my voice just cracked (laughs) you make me nervous i guess so (laughs) i have a very special guest this week he is the first man to ever be on the podcast i thought steven was on it well, his episode is going up later this month, so technically you're the first. But anyways, this is Justin. I guess I should introduce you. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I told y'all last week that we're going to just be sharing our love story and how we met and all of that good stuff in the spirit of Valentine's Day. So I'm excited. I feel like we, we have these conversations by ourselves, but now to be talking to to other people is different it's kind of weird interesting weird and also i don't have my headphones in so like i don't even know what i sound like and i honestly feel like i want to look at you more but i'm looking at the camera you sound good baby i promise okay can you pull the table closer so i can turn maybe (laughs) we just don't need the bottle of champagne to burst okay that makes me feel better because now i can kind of like turn this way um but yeah anyways babe how have you listened to the podcast before yeah, of course. <laughs> Many episodes. What's the last episode you listened to? Oh, God, I can't even remember. Exactly, because it was that long ago. Not even that's that long ago. It's been a minute. I mean, we've been dealing with a lot of stuff, obviously. <laughs> you know, working, baby, stuff. Okay, yeah. well, how do I start my episodes? How do I always start my episodes? What do I do? Well, you always got to record your intro afterwards, but you do like an intro, and you always say like, hey, girly, and stuff like that. <laughs> You're saying all that stuff. No, but what do I do specifically? What do you mean? I do life updates. Oh, yeah. yeah so life updates. so you have to tell us what your life updates are, what, what's been going on in your life. My life update outside of this, okay. Um, well, obviously, baby prep. Like, I'm super dad mode right now. Like, that's what I tell all my clients is like, yeah, just focusing on the kid. Four and a half weeks is like pretty much the time we have until, do we talk about the name yet? Well, they name. don't know the name, but I think we can spill the tea on the name. Well, I'll, I'll let you be the one to say it because the name is cool and all, and I can explain the meaning of it later. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, just like baby prep, getting everything ready in his room and, you know, just telling all my friends and coworkers about, like, you know, what's coming, prepping for maternity, well, paternity for me. Um, and outside of that, just like work is the main thing. They're trying to get in a good place with that. Uh, I work in marketing, which y'all obviously don't know, but I'm the head of sales for a marketing agency. And uh, it's a lot of really cool clients, a lot of amazing projects. It's the first quarter of the year, so everybody's definitely trying to do really awesome and cool stuff. So between work and then baby prep and, of course, keeping this woman happy, it's a a full-time job inside of work and outside of it. But uh, it's one I'm happy to do on both sides. So that's really my life update. It's my mom's birthday as of like Thursday this week. We celebrated celebrated her her birthday um valentine's day we just had an amazing valentine's day trip so we literally just got back yeah got straight to recording tell them what we did i gotta be the one to everything yes you're the guest okay okay. (laughs) so we had started off with well one me and i had a conversation a couple days ago and i was asking her questions about what we should do for valentine's day and she was like 
I guess, getting frustrated with the line of questioning. And she's like, it seems like you're just scraping this thing together. Because any girl who her guy is like, so what do you want to do for Valentine's Day? Or what do you think about this? Like, you're going to assume that there's no plans. Let me contextualize. It wasn't like a, so what you want to do, like, dumb guy conversation. It was like, hey, look at this menu from this restaurant. Because Mariah has historically been a picky eater. Like, she she's broadening her horizons because of me and, like, my interest in the culinary scene. But, like, generally speaking, she's, like, very picky. So I was like, hey, like, what do you think about this menu? And then, like, I know, so she basically looked at the menu and was like, it looks good. And then as far as her, like, brother and sister goes, like, I know she loves spending time with Shelby, and y'all probably have heard about Shelby. Maybe even had, did you have Shelby on the podcast? No, not yet. Okay, well, Shelby's amazing. It's her sister. And I was like, hey, well, maybe me, Shelby, and then her brother-in-law can just have, like, the trip and like we'll just go ball out on the girls and but that was like earlier in the week but either way i think it led to mariah thinking i had nothing planned but i had booked <laughs> so she basically said like oh yeah you're just scrapping this whole thing together and i was like bruh and keep in mind at this point i had already booked a bed and breakfast trip and a dinner and all of this stuff so she basically got surprised by it um we went there she didn't know what was going on we showed up to the place we actually drove by it and like she was like oh my god the house is cute and like we drove around i was like well we're staying there and we drove around. at first i thought we were just going on a tour no i was like no we're staying at the place (laughs) so it was cool um it was the mouton bed and breakfast out in lafayette and uh, we went there and stayed. It was a beautiful place. Like, the property's gorgeous. So pretty. And uh, so we walked around for a little bit. Never thought I'd be one to sing Cajun folk songs. But the dude that was there named Mr. John had me singing folk songs alongside Mariah. Um, went out to a beautiful dinner, and I also had them sneak in champagne, roses, and chocolates while we were at dinner. So, you know, we had an amazing dinner at Vestal and Lafayette. Definitely recommend it. And uh, when we got back, it was just like everything done up i'm so cheesy though i'm carrying a pregnancy pillow around my neck because like that is the that is like the source of life currently is the pregnancy pillow i gotta have it like if she doesn't have the pregnancy pillow then you might as well kiss the whole night goodbye and it's gonna be shitty so i was over there carrying the pregnancy pillow and we opened up the door i gave her the keys to unlock it and like they didn't sprawl it on the bed like in a typical way like they had a thing on the side with the champagne and the flowers and all that and uh so you walk in and she just walks in and looks normal. And I'm like, she looks at me. Well, I didn't see it yet. <laughs> yeah, yet. And I was like, hey, bro, like, go ahead and <laughs> look over there. <laughs> she sees it. And yeah, that was it. But I mean, an amazing night. Had a great breakfast this morning. Met people all over the country and then headed back home. But just all in all, it was a, I guess it wasn't as scrapped together as she may have thought it was initially. No, it wasn't. I was very pleasantly surprised. And like I said, I thought we were just doing a tour because I did not think that he was actually going to let us stay there. <laughs> yeah, If you know me, then you know, I really hate, um, I hate like plantations and I don't know, just anything that reminds me of slavery. Candidly, I don't really like it. It, uh, it throws me off. It makes me feel really uncomfortable and nervous. And I'm really weird about spirits too. So like, I'm always hesitant to do anything that I feel like I'm dabbling too much into spirits. But nonetheless, you know, we did it and it was spirit free, owned by an And he loved it. I loved it. it. We'll we'll definitely be going back there soon, hopefully more regularly, even whenever Ace is born, we'll be able to. Oh, you just dropped the name. Damn it. Well, yeah. (laughs) 
I guess we like to formally introduce our son's name, which is Ace Cameron Hutchinson. Uh, it has multiple meanings. Ace obviously means first, the best, the greatest. But my dad's name, who passed when I was 18, 19 years old, his name was Horace, H-O-R-A-C-E. So we took the last three letters there. Cameron is the middle name that I was supposed to have before. Like my dad, like back in the day, y'all know how it was. Like dad shows up late to the birth and they were like, oh, hell, we got to give him something. So I think that was only your dad. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It probably might have been just my dad. My dad was wild. But uh, nonetheless, they gave me his his first name as my middle name. So my name is Justin Horace Hutchinson. But um, yeah, we wanted to pay homage to him. And then the Cameron part, it was supposed to be Justin Cameron Hutchinson. And I asked my mom, like, why did you pick Justin Cameron? And she's like, it just sounds like a professional name. I'm like, whatever. So we let Ace have the Cameron name. So it's Ace Cameron. That also spells AC, which uh, her dad and her grandfather and her little brother have the name Ariste Clayton, which is AC. So we're still, you know, paying respects to them and carrying on the the Aristide Clayton, the AC vibe with Ace Cameron. So you can call him Ace, AC, AC. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be plenty more nicknames that come out of it in the coming no, years. I'm sure. But yeah. No, the podcasters, my people who listen to the podcast, they always get all the tea. They know everything first. So we are going to be announcing the name this week on Instagram, but you guys got just a little sneak peek of the name. So anyways, I don't know. I was so nervous to share it because I guess it's just one of those things that like you don't know how, what people are going to think. The drama, y'all. We can just go ahead and admit it. She likes being dramatic and over the top and debuting things yeah because it's a big deal yeah i mean honestly this is definitely worth the celebration so i'm I'm happy about it like, it's cool <laughs> i think his name is really freaking awesome like just think about it you're gonna see ace cameron like somebody who walks in and says like yeah my name is ace cameron that's somebody who gets shit done like, <laughs> he has like such an official name he can never say we didn't look out for him with the name like bro we gave you a head start with the name so yeah you're good. yeah Okay, well, I think we spent enough time on life updates. Thank you for recapping all of that, babe. Yeah, fine. <laughs> all right, so now we're, I guess we're just going to talk about, like, our story of how we met. And I've already kind of shared bits and pieces, like, in different podcast episodes about me getting out of a serious relationship and, like, meeting Justin very shortly thereafter and just kind of it being, like, this whole big surprise that I wasn't expecting and... I think Justin kind of relates to that, too, because he was also getting out of something serious at the same time. So it when we met, we were in very similar places in our lives. And I think that we just kind of like connected on that level. But um, I guess I don't know because you've talked a lot already, but I feel like I've already shared my part of the story. So I just want you to talk about like how we first met and what that was like for you. So if you want to go back to when we first, first met, but we didn't really meet, but like, I'll say this. Like, he was, I was on stalker vibes. I wasn't on stalker vibes, but like every, like, if you see somebody like that beautiful that you want to speak to, like, here's the thing. And I'll, you always hear my friends talk about it. Like, I'm not, sorry, <laughs> gotta hold it up higher. Um, like, I'm most of the time not the guy to go up and like shoot a shot at a girl. Like, honestly, I'm not going to do it. I'm more about casual conversation but even so like it's just mariah just has like this it's not even like it's like this energy where it's like you see her and you're like i don't know if i can talk to her. 
Like, like I just, I don't really know if I can walk up and like how she will receive this. And like when the first time I saw her, like I played beach volleyball at Mangoes and she was there with her friend Parker mm-hmm. and um, they were like walking out and I was walking in for my game. And I saw Mariah walking around. I was like, oh, my God, like, she's gorgeous. And like, and I probably looked a hot mess. <laughs> she was wearing specifically, it was a southern zip up fleece mm-hmm. and like them damn parachute yoga pants that you'd be wearing. Parachute yoga? You mean the flares? Something. I think it was either them or it might have been some yoga, like some regular <laughs> leggings. But she was wearing something like that. But you definitely was wearing like a Southern University zip up fleece. So like, I mean, and I also knew who you were just cause like obviously your title and stuff like that. So I knew kind of from that, but I'm pretty sure like I unfollowed you cause I'm like, man, I ain't, she ain't never gonna talk to me. Like I ain't, she got 10K followers. She ain't worried about my, my I did ass. not have 10K followers at the time. Even like. so it might've been 7K or whatever. <laughs> oh I'm not like God. the biggest social media cat, but um, yeah. So I saw her then and I asked my best friend, Shireen and Raina about it. I was like, hey, like I know y'all know Mariah Clayton, right? And they were like, they were like, yeah, she's really sweet. Um, we think she has a boyfriend, though. And I'm like, bro, like, she's gorgeous. Like, would love to talk to her. But obviously, like, paying respect to you being in a relationship. And at you the time. were in a relationship also. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry to whoever I was with at the time. It's not like I was <laughs> plotting. But um, definitely just, like, Mariah, from the, from the jump, had one of those energies where it's, like, gorgeous. But, you know, you don't consider it an option or something that can really be, like, really happen. But... When we did connect later on in life, it was uh, at one of my friend's birthday parties, birthday bike rides, and I was pulling around, parking my car, and I saw her walking up. I'm like, holy shit, Mariah's going to be there. Okay, this is going to be interesting. I literally had no idea who he was. No idea. No idea. She probably just thought it was another random hoodlum driving the car with music (laughs) blasting. But uh, yes, I went and parked the car and everything like that, and you know, we show up, we have a good time with our friend celebrating her birthday, and like I think that we were at... Uh, a bar like a rooftop bar downtown called main lobby and like so i was talking to Raina and shereen my best friends about it and then they were like hold on let's go do some digging real quick <laughs> and then like they went and talked to her and apparently like shereen got the scoop that her and her ex had broken up and um and that she had been single for a little bit and she's like go talk to her and i'm like you know i ain't gonna go do that i'm like you know i'm not gonna go speak to her like i'm just gonna chill be myself and like maybe she'll pick up on it maybe we'll talk maybe we won't but uh i remember at one point distinctly like i'm fixing drinks i'm getting everybody shots and doing that stuff that i normally do and uh i look over at mariah and she keep in mind it's like 80 degrees outside it's the middle of may and she's literally sitting next to a heater on the rooftop i'm like bro what type of crazy person wants to be this hot like it's louisiana humidity and heat and she's by a heater so i'm always cold yeah so i think i walked over there and i was like why are you sitting down by the heater and like i made like a (laughs) stupid like didn't say anything of value but just kind of picked at her for sitting there and like that's pretty much the first words i said to mariah was like oh you're sitting by a heater like dumbass (laughs) so (laughs) So, I mean, the night goes on and, you know, we're hanging out and, you know, drinks coming, food, uh, end up at a section at a bar out here locally, which is like really random for the both of us. Like we don't normally be in that that kind of situation and I uh, just was having a good time, like laughing, joking. I remember we also like, y'all, they had a freaking, they had, speaking of pregnancy, she might've summoned something on us now that I think about I don't it, know. but the girl who was four months pregnant on the dance floor doing splits. Yes. And cutting I up. literally have a video of her. In my phone. <laughs> right. It was insane. She's dancing and going wilder than I've ever seen anybody on the dance floor. 
And then, uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't know why we had like a bunch of ones. And I think I just gave it to Ron. I was like, start throwing ones at her. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm thinking like Ron's going to just start throwing ones and just be stupid and like have fun. No, girl just like literally hands the girl just all the ones. I'm like, <laughs> you defeated the purpose. Like you're supposed to like have fun and be stupid with it. And, uh, it was literally like $5. Hey girl, don't talk about was- $5. <laughs> That's still money. It's the count. You know, you can still make it. Okay, you ain't making a drizzle either. You might get like three drops out of that. But either way. It was just being stupid and fun. I think she got like a feel for my stupid energy. Um, and let Mariah tell it. She said whenever she was leaving, she like gave me a hint that she wanted me to walk into a car. But y'all, y'all are gonna like I learn did. this about me. Like I'm like maybe I guess she considers it like guy clueless. Like just we don't be having an idea whenever a girl's telling us to like do something or giving us a hint. Me, I'm like I'm very direct. Like I'll tell you most times how I feel if you ask me or like if I feel so inclined. But she was like, uh, okay, well, I'm leaving. I'm going home now. And I'm like. And it's literally like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. But in, also, give me credit. I ain't trying to like send a woman out into the dark. But like, so she told me that. And then I'm like, all right, cool. And then like, I think I had like a second to connect the dots. So I'm like, holy shit. Like, was she trying to tell me to go walk her out? And by the time I did that, like somebody else had offered to go walk her out to her car. And I was like, well, shit, there goes my chance. Like I pretty much blew it. And she told me specifically and I didn't catch it. But I'm just like, I just feel like that is common sense. And you are not, the worst at catching hints. That's the thing. Like, it's just it takes me a minute to connect the dots because then I'll be like, OK, cool. Like, I don't know. I'm like, what would you think the purpose of me literally telling you, OK, I'm leaving now? Like, I don't you I were the know. first person that I told. It's like now also I know you and I'm. I feel like you're the type of person where it's like, here's the thing, if it's your family, you're going to do like a brief, like overarching, like, all right, y'all, we'll see y'all later. Goodbye. And you might kiss like people like they're like, you don't pour in your family, like your Nana and, you know, give some people a hug. But like, I feel like with friends, you're probably an Irish goodbye kind of person. What so, does like, that mean? Meaning like that you're not going to go around and hug every person and say goodbye before you leave okay. with your friends. So it's like, whenever you like, I didn't know because I thought maybe you were just saying goodbye to everybody because I didn't know that you were an Irish goodbye person. Now I do. So like now I know that what you did with me was like showing me like, hey, I think you're special. I want to get to know you. But at the time I was like, oh, she's just telling everybody goodbye. But then I looked around and I was like, wait. But by the time I said, wait, so-and-so is running behind you to walk you out. So I'm like, all right, well, like I'll let that one slide then, I guess. But like I said, Instagram works, y'all. Just shoot your shot. <laughs> Sometimes if you're going to do, like I said, I'm not much of a shot shooter or whatever, but I shot that one. And uh, I just followed up with her the next day and was like, yo. I think think you literally followed me like that night. And when I got home, I saw it and I followed you back. Yeah. And I think I had like DMG back. I said some stuff about like, I think she was saying something about getting up in the morning. or No, that was the next day. You didn't DM me until the full next day. Man, probably took a lot of deliberation on my part. (laughs) Well, it was the same weekend as... You were going to Jazz Fest or some kind of festival in New Orleans. And it was the same weekend as Mother's Mother's Day. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't think you texted me until literally that next night. And you just slid up on my story and was like, I don't know. You said something stupid. But it was just really surprising because even for me, I remember like getting out of that relationship. And when Raina texted me, invited me to the party initially like that's something that i would just be like 
uh, I don't know if I would go, but because I was like newly single and I was just like trying to be in my yes girl era, I was like, okay, like I'm going to go. I don't know like what could come out of this. I could meet somebody new, like whatever. And so even just like me being there was completely out of my comfort zone because I literally only knew Raina and Shireen. And I was around a whole bunch of people that I never met before, which I'm I'm not really comfortable with. So that was me definitely stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't really like start talking and having conversations until I would say like midway through the night or like later in the night because you had ended up buying me a drink. And because you came up to me and you were like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I'm new to drinking. I don't really, I don't know. I was like, I just like. want something sweet. And I think you ordered me like a tequila sunrise or something. Yeah. Um, and then from that point on, I just think we kind of talked with each other for the rest of the night. But it was definitely ish. Yeah. Definite, ish, yeah. <laughs> it was just definitely like something outside of my comfort zone. And I remember when he did not walk me to my car, I was like, what? I just thought he was literally so stupid. Guys just don't have common sense. Like you could give out all the hints in the world. And if you don't tell them directly, hey, can you walk me to my car? They're literally not going to figure it out. I think it's just like, I think also in this generation, dudes are just like hesitant to go after girls like that. Like, I don't know. It's just, you don't want to be like, there's a way to come at girls respectfully, but even that, you just never really know. And yeah, like, but even if you were being respectful, if I come and tell you goodbye, you should be like, oh, do you need someone to walk you to your car? Like, yeah, that's a gentleman. I, I, so I am a gentleman. Like I said, by the time I connected the dots, I realized what happened. But like you, like it was quick. You know, give me the benefit of the doubt. Like, I am a gentleman, I promise yes, you. But I definitely, is. I missed, I missed the game right there. I don't know what you want to say, but I just like, I missed it. And it's like, damn, but luckily I didn't miss it entirely. Like I came back and I picked it up Yeah, and I ran the ball for a touchdown, y'all. You did. I mean, I literally sure from, from that point on, I think we talked like every day and yeah. we saw each other literally every day. Like we met each other on a Friday, Saturday, you were at jazz fest. Sunday was mother's day. And literally that Monday, like we had seen each other and we're, we're talking to each yeah. other and it was just like, I knew it was like serious at that point to be like, I don't know. It just was quick. And I, I knew I was like, look, I, I got to focus on this person. I was like, it has to be that. Like, doesn't matter what in the world was in front of me at that point. I was like, it, it has to be this person. And like, it just, it came at me really quick and unexpected. And I think that's the thing is like the phase of life I was in was a very, like a very dark one and unexpected one. Like I wasn't expecting to like, you know, fall into anything else per se. Like I was dealing with a lot of this stuff, internal demons, bad decisions, everything. And then like this came and I was like, wow, like, okay, like maybe this is something I can focus on that would be good for me. And like, it just so happened to be that it just, it came, I cannot describe enough how unexpected and like where, where I was at and like who I was talking around with and all that. So it just was not, I didn't think it was going to translate to like this, which is like not my everything. So it's, it really does come at you unexpected. Like you can't really put a, a time frame on it and say like when things will fall in your lap, but whenever they do, it's about like focusing. And then I think that's what I kind of did. And from there, just continue to grow, um, continue to be myself, continue to get to know her. It was a constant process and you know, yeah, now we're here. Yeah. I think one thing about Justin is he is like very intentional and when he wants something, he like works hard to get it. And that's just kind of like what I felt. I felt very pursued. I felt very like, 
oh, he actually likes me and he wants to talk to me and he wants to do things for me. Like literally he ended up bringing me lunch from the other side of town. And that day, like we actually met up like twice in one day. He had brought me lunch to work. And then when he got off of work, we ended up going to like this little coffee shop or something downtown and we got beignets and we just like we just spent so much time together. And I feel like everything was so fast but it happened so fast because we intentionally took time to like talk to each other and learn each other. And like we were having conversations that normally people probably wouldn't have until like months into yeah, a relationship. And I just feel like we were so comfortable with each other that we were just having these really serious and open, vulnerable conversations and like really getting to learn each other very quickly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it for me, it came from like, I think both of us, we just came from a point of like we knew what we didn't want and like i was like in the middle of figuring out what i didn't want and like it helped me better articulate and understand what i did want like i said i don't think either of us could affect how fast it came but like just even the prior experiences with your ex my ex any situations i was in like that all just kind of prepared and contextualized like okay i know i don't want this and like we were able to be very like upfront about that, like what we didn't want and what we did want and like what didn't work in the situations we were in and what, you know, we would like to think success in a relationship looks like. And we had a lot of shared vision in that, like what we wanted to achieve. And, you know, obviously we couldn't prep for everything else that came, but you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a whole other thing, but you know, we still, it's crazy to see how strong of a foundation we built in like a very short time. Like it was the, it's something that I'm confident like can't be shaken. And it's like, that's, what's crazy. Like to do it in a short span of time, like a month and a half is just insane. So yeah. yeah. Let's talk about our LA trip. Cause honestly, I feel like that was the turning point of literally everything. <laughs> like from it literally being a moment where we both decided this is it to it, me coming home three days later and like finding out that I was pregnant. So first of all, when did you ask me to come to LA with you? Because I feel like we were only talking for like two weeks before you were like, like, I have a work trip in LA. Like, do you want to come? And I was kind of hesitant at first. I was like, I don't know. He's, (laughs) and he's like selling it as he does because he has a mouthpiece. (laughs) And eventually I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's just do it. Okay, sure. I'll go. And I literally decided to go and, I literally think we had only been talking for like maybe a week or two weeks at that point. It was really quick. Like, and I've never done anything like that to be like, Hey, like come fly. Let's do like, let's do an LA trip. It's not like my vibe or anything like that. But at the same time, like we were just growing so quick and like the foundation was so strong. We were spending a lot of time together and I was like, yeah, like I'm going on this trip and I had, it was like a work trip, but I had extended it for like personal vacation time. Like I wanted to do like, a silent retreat of sorts like i just wanted to be by myself because like i had just come out of something crazy and i was like yeah i just need time to myself and i had already booked that out so i was like cool and then me and her started growing and talking and i was like look like would you want to come out for like the first half before i start doing work stuff because it was like a weekend trip so it's like come out for the weekend where i'm not doing anything like and then i'm gonna be back in work on monday in la and then like you know you can head back home or whatever but you know we'll spend that time i think it might have been 
Was it July 4th weekend? Mm-hmm. It, it was, was the 4th of July. Well, I ended up coming home July 5th. Yeah. So it was a July 4th weekend. And like, I think July 4th fell on a Tuesday. So we were off that Monday and Tuesday. Some weird stuff. But either way, like convinced her to come out. And that trip was just, it was beautiful. Like I said, I was able to extend it. Work paid for half of it. And I paid for the other half. And for the first half that I spent with her, um, had a nice rental car. Got a house in the hills, like across from. It like, was historic. so nice. Yeah, we had a house in the hills, and like it was across from like a historic house in LA, and uh, it was just gorgeous. Like, and I, I just can't really describe how that felt. It was like confirmation. Like, I want to see the world with this person. Like, it was yeah, super fun. Because I don't like traveling with people, and I don't think you really like traveling with people before then. Yeah, I don't really like. I would prefer to travel by myself because I know, like, I can do whatever I want. I don't have to have plans. I don't feel yes. this pressure. And I told you, I was like, this is going to be a test because I don't like to travel with people. (laughs) I was very conscious of how much I planned, but like, so I'm opposite in that regard because like, I'm very big into like, okay, I want to, I do want to plan out the high level, like here are the high level things I want to experience. And then like, for me, like I said, I'm really into like food and like really good chefs and stuff. So like, I think she might've had French toast from every single place (laughs) in like LA. Like, cause she, she told me how she's like, oh my God, I love French toast. I'm like, challenge accepted. Like, let's go. (laughs) And we went to like every French toast place that they had in LA to see if there was going to be one that was the best. But after all that, she still came back and she's like, my I daddy my still make the best one. <laughs> like, Your daddy make them same home ec French toast. It don't matter. It's good. Do. I ain't gonna lie. It tastes good. But uh, yeah, I mean, aside from the French toast and the views, it was just a really good bonding time for us. And we got to really enjoy each other's company and get to know each other even more and, you know, experience a lot of what LA had to offer. I, the crazy part, I don't think we went out like a single night. No, we, but it's crazy because I I remember me being so tired. Yeah. And I was tired too. I was about to, maybe it was just like, like we were literally in bed by like nine o'clock yeah, every we night. Resting up. Like we weren't doing much. It was like a lot of sleeping and I had a sleepy energy. She had a sleepy energy. I, I thought it was just the alcohol that I was drinking in the day that was making me tired, but leave it to her. She was like tired too. Um, so that's like the well, first that's half of because the I was pregnant and I didn't know. Yeah, and that's where like <laughs> the, the shit hits the fan, for lack of a better phrase. Like we, so she ends up leaving, and I'm like, you know, super sad. Love her, miss her. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see you soon. Did I tell you I love you by that time? Um, I think I did. I think I, I, yes. I might be on that trip. Yeah. Um, which is once again crazy. But so we end up. Uh, she ends up flying back, and I I go to my next hotel. Actually, no, you, you started the next hotel with me for like one night. We were at Yeah, the, it was one night because I actually extended my, my trip. Extended I stayed trip an extra day. day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we end up staying there. She comes back home and then like, like Mariah, like she's very responsive with me for the most part. Like she'll like, she'll be responding to my texts and my calls and stuff. And like, there was a moment where she like just wasn't responding for like a little bit. I'm like, this is not like her. I know she's at home. Like, is everything okay? Like, is this like deaf? this trip go bad like what the hell's wrong with it and then like it's just i I, gave, I became more worried about her than anything because like i think the last text she had sent, uh, sent me was like she was driving back home or something like that or driving somewhere and i was like god like i think the worst y'all like i'm really like he literally will think the worst person. of any situation and like, god, like something happens around the car like i'm super caring about that stuff so it's like god she hit me back i don't know if she's safe or not like i was wondering what was up and like, i called her twice she didn't answer and, like, I just sent a couple of texts, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to let this mellow off for a little bit because, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to be too crazy. But, like, I thought we just had a great time, and I hope she's okay. Um, and then she, like, texts me back. She's like, I'm on the phone with my aunt. And I'm like, okay. And, like, I know who she I know who her aunt was because we met her in L.A. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I was just like, like, I, just, I don't know. At that point, I was like, I don't know. Like, 
I was like, why, why you can't like respond to me? Like what's going on? Like, it's kind of weird. And then, uh, I, I think I called you. It was a caller face. You called me and I was on the phone with my aunt and I was like, he's literally calling me right now. (laughs) I was like, I can't answer. Yeah. And I think like, I find, I think we finally got, I think you called me back or I called you and I was like, what's going on? And you were like, nothing, nothing. Everything's fine. I was just talking to my aunt and stuff. And I was like, okay. He's like, oh, what are y'all talking about? Yeah, like, what y'all talking about? She's <laughs> like, nothing. I just like, I don't want to tell you. And I'm like, huh? Like, it's just like, it seems super weird. Like, honestly, my mom went to bad places. I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, like maybe her ex like made one final attempt for her or some, <laughs> some stupid stuff, right? And then um, kind of find out, like, she's like, no, I don't want to tell you. I had to go to a soccer game with one of my clients. It was like bonding and rapport type stuff. Like, and honestly, shouts out to Laura. She's amazing. Like a great friend outside of the client stuff, but was going to hang out with her at a soccer game. And I'm like getting dressed and getting ready. I'm like, dude, like, no, like I'm not finna just dip out. Like something's obviously, up. but I didn't want to tell my you that energy. news. And then like it alter your energy at your work thing that you had to go do. Yeah. But nonetheless, like she ends up like telling me like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, <clears throat> I didn't like that. He literally started laughing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. And then, like, she FaceTimes me. Face- Y'all seen the picture by now. I mean, she's posted a picture on a lot of different things and videos of, like, her, like, like, I can't even make up the crying face. Like, she, she deserves her own crying face, like Kim K, for sure. But uh, she's, like, bawling, crying, and, like, shows me this stuff. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, but. I think I might have just said, holy shit, like seven Yeah, times. I think you were just like at a loss for words. You were like, are you serious? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, because I just, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I didn't, I honestly didn't, like, you just think back to all the times and you're like, man, like, how, how did this happen? Like, physically, I'm like, I thought I was safer than well, we that. You know how it happened. I mean, I don't have to educate the, the girls in real life audience on <laughs> how babies are made. But obviously somebody's nipped up. I'm joking. It wasn't like I just I tried thinking about the different occasions and I was like, when did it happen? Yada yada yada. And I was like, dang, okay, well, I guess it isn't she hashed out what time she thought it happened. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. And then like I don't know, just something about it for me. Like, yeah, definitely it changed the energy completely from like the celebratory fun, whatever, you know, trip to like it was like we had had a whole week of just like learning each other and getting to know each other and like falling deeper in love to now it's like, what, what is happening? Yeah, it became serious, like real, real, real yeah. quick. And, um, but like just something in my mind clicked and like I've been through a lot of stuff and like y'all don't really know me, but I so I lost a parent at a young age and my dad was battling brain cancer for a minute. So like I've, I grew up really quick. So all I really know is like being faced with some levels of adversity and then like, when it happens, you overcome it. Like you power through. Like you just okay. Like figure out what you're gonna do. Like start planning. Like start executing and start, you know, making motions. Because like you can't, you can't sit in it. And like that's kind of how I've uh, dealt with a lot of stuff. And that doesn't mean that that's the right way to deal with your trauma either. But that's just kind of how I've done it historically. Is like mm-hmm. okay. So when everything went down, I'm like, all right, all right. And like immediately turned to first and foremost, like care for her. Like I know that this was not in the cards for you and me either. And like I said, I was focused on my career and myself and still wanting to grow with you. But, you know, I wasn't like a million percent prepared for a baby. Like, yeah, cool. Great. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, it goes back to what I said earlier about the foundation, like to be like, okay, the foundation that we set in just one month, two months, 
was like so strong where I was like, okay, like you can, you are probably the person I would want to have a baby with anyways. Like, so for me, I was like, it's fine. Like you're, you're the person I would want to go on this journey with. So it's like, let's figure out what we got to do and execute, you know? And that's kind of the energy I had, but still wanted to give her the space to, to process and feel and make, make her decisions. So that was like a late trip, highest highs. And yes. The plummet of lowest lows. <laughs> like, and I said, it's not like it's, it wasn't like, oh my God, like this is terrible, like wrong person, nothing. It was just like, yeah, it, right for us, timing. yeah, the it, timing was just was so just bad. Like, and we wanted to do so much more traveling and all sorts of stuff. And it's like, okay, big hole. <laughs> like, this is a big hole we put on that. Yeah. So it just was a, it was a, another path to getting to where we wanted to be. A redirection. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, for, for us, it was never a matter of, is this the right person? I think we, we knew it was the right person literally from the moment that we met. And like I said, that's just not something that we can really explain. It's just a feeling that we both had mutually at the same time that like, I can see us living the rest of our lives together. It was more so for me, like we're not going to get to have alone time anymore. We're not going to get to like travel the world. We're not going to get to do X, Y, and Z. Like now we're going to have to focus on literally having a child that we have to take care of. That's going to rely on us. And for me, I was just like, I don't, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, Justin being the optimistic person that he is, like he really just kept me calm and allowed me to like go through my range of emotions and feel what I needed to feel. And I mean, one day I'd be like, I'm taking these pills. And the next day I would be like, okay, we're, we're going to have this baby. And he just let me go through my ups and downs and my highs and lows. And that's something that I like really appreciated about him because I was in such a, in a war zone in my mind. Like I had no idea what was going on, like what was right, what was wrong, what was up, what was down. And he was just kind of like that steady piece that held me together throughout all of that and showed me the possibilities of like this is what our lives could look like with a baby like it's it, it's gonna look different for sure but it's not gonna make it any it any less like beautiful bad. different didn't mean bad it's like that's the biggest thing it's like one component was consistency like i knew like the biggest thing that you needed from me was like consistency and like even if that was like consistency in my opinion like i just wanted to be consistent in my care and support for you throughout the time whenever you were going through all of that and then like i basically wanted to also like put my line in the sand like hey you know this is where i'm at with it like, <laughs> like you don't have to guess like because that would have been even harder like she's yeah. having a guessing game in her mind what if she's like well what are you thinking like she's never had to wonder what i thought i'm like look yeah I'm he was there. solid the whole way through his mind never changed i was like i'll figure it out we'll do this like it'll be good and yeah like the biggest thing with like the lifestyles is like she would talk about like, yeah, I had all these dreams for myself and traveling and having a pink place and all that different stuff. And I'm a big proponent of like, like this didn't happen by chance. Like God definitely gave this to us for a reason. And like, neither of us can understand it. It's crazy. We're like, what the hell? But you know, we, at that same time, we were like, all right, this is the cards we're dealt with. I'm sure that there's something great on the other side of this. And like, I'm a big proponent that, you know, the things that God puts in front of you, it's because like he has better things in store than what you can imagine for yourself. Like the saying is like, you make plans, God laughs. And I'm like, all these beautiful, illustrious plans that you had in your own life, like probably can't even compare to what's on the other side of what God has planned for you. But that's like where she had to go through that journey herself and realize like, which dreams are bigger, like which plan is better, your plan or God's plan. And if you're, 
if you have that much hubris and confidence that your plan is going to supersede what God has put out in front of you, then I'm like, that's on you. Like, and if you, like I said, it could work out or it couldn't like, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I don't know how I'll feel. Like, I don't know where we'll go. I don't know how things will be. If, if you make the decision, there's no pressure, but like, I can't guarantee that. And I also can't guarantee that if we choose to keep this baby, that everything is great fine. and we'll be rich and we'll travel the world and we'll do all the other things. Like we might be making concessions that we're unaware of, but I'm just a firm believer. And like, I know she believes in God too. And it's like, Hey, look, like at the end of the day, like something greater might be on the horizon. I think that we've seen a lot of blessings since, you know, choosing to be all in on this path. And, you know, we've had such an amazing support system. And beyond that, like we've just grown a lot with each other. I think I've, it's forced us to understand each other in like a fast paced yeah, environment. Like, like we, exponentially, yeah. like just yeah, speed like, course. <laughs> yeah. Like in like discussions and like, not like even arguments. Cause I don't like to say we argue. I think we just have conversations. I always try to isolate it. Like it's us versus a problem. But um, even in those situations, like it feels like there's more on the line. It feels more intense because it's like, this is so important. Like the mm-hmm. phase we are in is so important. So like it has fast tracked our like, okay, like we need to figure these things out. Cause like we really need to understand our rhythm, how we're going to be. I need to understand you in different ways. And like, Otherwise, we would have just taken years and years and years and never figured it out. Like, yeah. I was talking to a friend the other day, and they were like, man, it's really interesting you and Mariah's relationship because it's like there's things that y'all are finding out now that most couples don't find out until, like, literally five, years and years. years exactly. into it. Like, we've had conversations and, like, on things that we just wouldn't ever have with people. Like, I've been in relationships with people for years and never had some of the conversations that we've had. And I'm like, that's just because we've we understand the magnitude of where we're at. And like, we want to truly understand each other as partners as we're entering this next season. So, yeah, the thing about Justin is he is a really good communicator. And I always thought that I was a good communicator, but I think he showed me that I'm really not as good as communicating as I thought (laughs) that I was. And so it is hard for me to have these conversations, especially now, because one, I am pregnant. My emotions are like super heightened. So I feel like I can't even have a conversation with him without literally bawling, crying, can't even breathe and get my words out. I'm just like, I literally can't even talk to you right now because in some ways it's like, I don't I don't even know how to get out what I'm feeling because I don't even know what to say because I've literally never been here before. So for me, he has taught me to like try and be a better communicator or at least just like tell him if I can't communicate what I'm feeling like, look, I just can't put it into words right now. But this is how this is the emotion that I'm feeling or like he tries to get me to put it in a way to where he can at least understand that he's probably not the problem or it's not something that's dealing like with something super big. Like it's just me having a moment. Yeah. The <laughs> biggest thing I try and figure out in our, in our conversations is, is like the one feeling I hate the most is like feeling helpless. Like I tell her all the time, like, I just don't like feeling helpless. Like I can't help you through whatever you're going through or like, I can't understand it. Like in, I'm always like, if there's a cross that I have to pick up and if there's something I have to bear because like I did something wrong or I need to learn a lesson or I need to do something better for her, if I'm failing her in any way, like in our communications, I just want to like, I want her to voice that that way. Like I know like, okay, yeah, like I need to be better at this or I need to fix this. But sometimes like with the, like with the pregnancy, like, you know, like if any of you do listen to this and like, you know, you have a girl thinking about having a baby. 
prepare yourself for that first trimester. It's intense. <laughs> it's very intense. And like, it's because the emotions are so all over the place. Like you, you're never going to know. And like, if you're like me, like good communicator, and I'll say like, I'm pretty vulnerable and emotional. Like I know how yeah. to like channel my emotions. So it's like, it's hard not to get my feelings hurt by the waves. Cause it's like, man, like, dang, like I feel like I'm being thrown by waves <laughs> literally. And I'm like, goodness, this is like, it's difficult to to deal with, but you know, you have to bear with it. And I guess my biggest thing for getting through those points is just like, okay, as long as it's not like a me thing, as long as like, there's nothing I can fix, like it's something I can do. Like, and sometimes I think it was your aunt that told me, like, it was T Brandy. I called her one day and I was like, man, I just don't know what to do with this girl, <laughs> bro. Like every single second of the day, like is one second is great. One second is bad. I don't know what to do. Like I'm trying my best. And she's like, no, Justin, I'll give you credit. Like you are, you're the, the, the perfect dream, like dad to be like, and in your support of her. And I was, then she was just telling me, she's like, sometimes you just got to shut the hell up. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, like she's like, sometimes like you just need to like be quiet. She's like, not that you speak too much. It's just like, if Mariah is going through something or she's telling you something, like it's not because she wants you to do anything or yeah. say anything. It's just because like she just needs to say it and get it out. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm very, like I said, since I hate being helpless, I'm like, well, she said this, so I got to do something to fix this. And if I don't fix it expeditiously, it's going to be bad for all of us. And like, <laughs> That's how I kind of approach all of it. But. Yeah. Justin, anytime that like I have an issue or something is wrong, like his immediate thought is to like try and fix it. But I think one thing that he's learned about me is that sometimes I just have waves of emotions where it's like there's no reason why I'm feeling down or I'm feeling sad. I'm just literally having a moment and like I, I just need to you just need to let it pass. It's not because you've done anything. It's not because there was like an external factor that allowed me to feel this way. Like sometimes I just wake up and I literally just feel heavy and low and like sad. And I don't ever really know how to explain it. So when he, you know, asks me what's wrong and I'm like nothing. And then he continuously asks me what's wrong because about 50 times. he's, he's going to ask a million times. And then that, makes me annoyed because i'm like stop asking me i've already told you like nothing is wrong but i literally can't explain what i'm feeling like i'm just sad like can i just be sad <laughs> yeah and that's the thing it's just like you don't want to see your person hurting but at the same time like we're still individuals on our own journey and like i can't expect her energy to always match mine and me to always understand because like she has to make sense of her own emotions sometimes so it's like definitely a journey like it's not the easiest thing like understanding you just like i'm not easy to understand either and like i put my foot in my mouth honestly <laughs> and like i push hard to understand stuff so, like i know i'm not the easiest either but you know definitely like i said you stack the learning somebody with the pregnancy with the emotions like it was there was one moment where i think we had a conversation and i said something that was like it's difficult trying to like get to learn a person who's now having to relearn themselves yeah and it's like she had done so much work before me and her met to understand herself to where she was able to present herself so confidently when we first did meet and start dating. But then like you fast forward a month and a half later and it's like all of that's changing because of literally chemical imbalances and the baby damn near fighting her whole entire <laughs> body. So it's like that. And then that doesn't stop. Like it, it didn't stop after the first trimester either. Right. Like it's still, it still happens. Like we still get in arguments and I'm like, I have to think about like, okay, this probably isn't you. Like it's probably, it's just like the wave of emotions you're being faced with and like what you're going through. So like, I, 
it takes just like an immense amount of grace to like have our story and and grow through what we've grown like already grown through and while growing a human like it's literally been it's been crazy but there's not a single part of the story i would trade like it's just it's it's beautiful in its own way and it's like unexpected and to me like i said it's perfect and like i said it doesn't mean that perfection in the sense that nothing has ever went wrong it's perfection in the sense that like we've always found a way to come back to that that same foundation we built in a month and a half and two months to to be like okay this is it and this is forever and like we want this and that's more than i can say for people who sometimes been together for years yeah i think it i have to give it up to justin because i always tell him like you've literally only known normal mariah for a month and He's known me more pregnant than he has known me more like normal. And like he said, it's me trying to figure out myself again. Like Mariah as a mom, who is she? Mariah with her body changing. Who is she? Mariah who's like not able to work out, who's not able to like, you know, do all of these things that I thought made me me. And we're both figuring the newness out together. So... I feel like that within itself arose a lot of just natural conflict between us because for him, he's like, well, when we first met, you were like this and you were doing this. And I'm like, but I'm not that same version of myself anymore. Like, I know that she's still there, but for me, I'm still trying to put the puzzle pieces together of like who this new version of myself is. What is she going to do? How is her life going to look? And it's it's a process of like relearning myself all over again and i've spoken about that a lot on here but for me it's it's been realizing that as soon as you figure out who you are you're going to go into your next phase of life that's going to cause you to like refine yourself again and that's okay and it's normal and it's not anything that he has to hold against me or that I have to hold myself to a standard to of like an old version of myself. He allows me that room and that space to grow into who I want to become by allowing me to figure it out, but also by having the patience to figure it out with me. If that makes sense. It does. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like we've talked a lot. How long have we been here? Oh, we've been here for minutes. yeah, 49 minutes. Okay. Is there anything that you want to say about what you love about me? <laughs> what I love about you? Goodness. Um there's so much to love, right, everybody? <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of y'all haven't been able to be like around Mariah and really get her, but like whenever she's truly herself, like she's a goofball. Like when we started talking, I think that was the thing that attracted to me her like me to her the most is like she's very goofy. I'm very goofy ever if you ever meet me in person. Like I don't know a stranger unless you're like a, a cute girl and I'm nervous to talk to you. <laughs> then I might not be like that. But um yeah, generally speaking, like I just was, I think with her, like her goofiness and her energy is just like, it's unmatched. She, she's a silly little something. I remember there was one moment we were at Tao in uh, New York getting uh, dinner mm-hmm. and she's like in there, like literally doing like, this weird like dance. I don't, don't know what to call it. She can't dance for nothing either. Yes, like, I can. That's another thing I love about her. She thinks she can dance, but she can't. They've seen my TikToks. What's the metrics on them things? Them things like like a lot, like multiple million. Yeah, like, no, not millions. They, were the people like your dance moves? I've had dance videos go kind of viral. Kind of viral. Yeah, like 10k. <laughs> okay, well that's that's. You good. never gotten a video that's. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I really always think about like what would happen if I ever posted anything like and what I would go viral for. It'd probably be the wrong thing, and I'd be stuck doing the thing I hate <laughs> like forever just to to remain relevant. But um, no, I mean like I love your goofiness. I love. Um, I love your routines. Like I love like 
you have these cute routines that you have like to get ready and to do stuff and it's like you respect that time it's like so sacred like it's just <laughs> it's so cute but like i love it because i'm like man I, I just love whenever she does stuff for her like it just it it lights me up to see her doing things for her when she goes and gets her nails done like it's it's so attractive to me to see her doing things for herself so it's like but like her little routine is just so cute like her face wash routine is the same every night. We got a belly routine that I love and I buy by. Sometimes I give her permission to do it without me doing it. <laughs> um, but like, just like she gets like in a little zone, like her own little land, like whenever she's doing her makeup and her hair, like, and it's like a full blown routine. y'all. It's like, it's not like quick, like she giving y'all the gems on Instagram, but like it takes time to do all that <laughs> shit. And like, she just gets into it. Like she just loves it. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's cute that you do that. And like, I love when she's in her zone. It's really attractive. Um, I love, what else do I love? I love how she takes care of the house. That is amazing. I really do love how, how you do that. I love how you love Ace despite him doing crazy things. Like I've seen, <laughs> I got, they say like, and I'm going to learn, I'm going to fall in love with her in a whole different way once like he's here. But like even the process has already started of seeing my partner become a parent and like that's like really attractive to see you like rubbing your belly and like talking to him and all sorts of stuff it's just like i love how you love him already you know and it's like oh that's so cute like because whenever he gets here he's gonna be all up on mama and probably not on me so you gonna, <laughs> gonna see how that goes but i've definitely seen like that already from you so i love that about you uh i love the way you love me like i love our kisses our hugs our everything our explicits and y'all ain't, ain't worried about that but i love oh my God. You edit that out probably but I, I love everything about her in, in that regard and just um like you motivate me like I, I think i told everybody at my work when i started talking to you i was like you made me want to go harder like i said and even though like i'm doing a lot for somebody my age like and i'm i'm well ahead in so many ways and like you know you're you're still building anything it's just like you have the courage to do things that i'm like are not native to me but i want to do like i want to have my own podcast but i've never been courageous enough to start it i want to create my own line of merch but i've never been courageous enough to do it i want to you know put myself out there on instagram and share people like share my life with people and share my story because i know i have a great voice physically and then just beyond like the, the voice like also just like my my story and the things i say like and the way i can tell stories like i know it's impactful but mm -hmm. i've just never mustered up the courage to do it but like you you do it like you're like you're a, a hero and you do things in your own way things that i haven't never had the courage to do so it's like i i commend you because like, that's like a, a hard battle that i haven't fought yet but like i want to and then also like you inspire me to do it one day like like you're like it's not that difficult like we can do it <laughs> you on your podcast right now and i'm I didn't help her set up the tech, but like, I'm sure she would be willing to do it. So it's like, <laughs> like if you can teach me something new, that's something that's really attractive. So it's another thing I love about mm, you. Thank you, baby. You're welcome, babe. What you mm. love about me? <laughs> He's like, now it's my turn. <laughs> no, sip, I love one that how patient you are with me. I don't think I've ever been with anybody who's like as patient with me as you are patient in like, teaching me how to communicate allowing me to find myself and you know do things on my own I love that and then I also love how you teach me new things like I feel like I've learned so much just being with you not even just like even just about like the most random things like food I feel like you've taught me so much about food and whenever we go and do things you always make sure it's an experience for me and like 
I get to do, even if you've done it like a million times, you're like, we have to go do this. I want you to experience this. So I love that you always allow me to experience new things, no matter how many times you've experienced them. Like we'll literally watch movies that he's watched 20,000 times. And he's like, you've never seen this movie. Oh, we have to watch it. And I'm like, me, I cannot rewatch stuff like that. Like I just can't. And he'll put it on with me and like laugh at the same jokes or like tell me a funny part that's coming up and he'll like enjoy it with me. And uh, I really love that. I love how intentional you are and like how much you pay attention to detail. And that's something that I've loved from you, like from the jump, even when we first started dating, I feel like you were very intentional about getting to know me. And then when I would tell you something, you would be very intentional about like putting it into practice or getting me flowers or doing what, like if you just hear me mention something one time, you want to make sure that like, okay, I heard you. Um, So I love that you're always being intentional and you know, I just love how you love me, how gentle you are with me. You're like my my big teddy bear. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I love about you. <laughs> All right. No, I'm sure we are making y'all gag <laughs> with our mushiness right now. So I'm going to end the episode here. But I want to thank my baby for coming on the show with me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me being the first duty. I know. We might have to have him back. I don't know. If they if they like you enough, they, they might want to have you back. Uh, go ahead and like like subscribe at what, what do they say on podcasts and shit They'd be like um i just need them to, to rate me leave a review leave a review please go ahead and leave a review for my baby and and me you know you can do that if you want to <laughs> 10 out of 10 experience hopefully but yeah you know it's been really cool being here and talking it's like therapy for our relationship we get we don't we have a lot of conversation but it's like even great to hear it again so. yeah well i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i'm gonna go now but i hope y'all have a great valentine's day whether you're in a relationship single living it up whatever the case may be and i will talk to you guys in my next episode (laughs) bye